Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, um, Danny is with us on the line in Berlin, in Germany this afternoon. Danny, why did you get in touch? Andrea, first of all, thanks a million for having me on. Um, uh, I love the show. I do tune in quite regular here in, in Berlin. And I'm a fellow Ballyshannon man as well, may I add. Right, okay. Um, I am, yeah. <laughs> the joy is alive with yeah, you. No, look, a couple of things happened to me this weekend. Uh, the, the, I'm a musician here and um, we were out playing on Friday night. And there was a load of Irish people over. And, you know, I, I found it quite quite strange because normally in this, it's quite quite a large bar and we would have a lot of international people so I, I found it quite strange that there was a lot of Irish people over so I got talking to them at the end of the the show and they were all kind of talking about the same thing you know we're over for the Coldplay concerts there's a string of Coldplay concerts here in Berlin the next couple of nights mm-hmm. started on Sunday and I think it's continuing tonight and tomorrow night and you know they were all talking about pretty much the same thing how you know how cheaper it was over here I know that Coldplay haven't got Dublin on their world tour this, this this time around but you know it kind of brought up the notion I know you guys have been talking about the Bruce Springsteen concert and there was a lot of there was a lot of talk about that in the last couple of weeks yeah. you know so I kind of felt you know I kind of felt a little bit sort of god you know you know my fellow Irish men uh, and women have to come over here kind of to, to go and see Coldplay you know but they were all look they were all having a great time everyone was having a great time um, and then Saturday night came and myself and my wife were out and we were joined by a couple of colleagues from her, her workplace. And one of the colleagues, the, the conversation came up about travelling to Ireland and one of her work colleagues was telling us that they were over in June, himself and his wife. And he said that he was, he was, he was not impressed whatsoever with the price of things, uh, how much money they paid uh, for, for hotels and food and accommodation and stuff. And I was just thinking, I was a bit embarrassed, you know, and, you know, this is, I've been here for 12 years and I know that there's a massive affinity over here with the Germans. They love Ireland, you know, and, yeah. you know, when, if, if I'm watching German TV in the evening, uh, there's always Irish ads come to Ireland uh, on, on TV. And I'm, I, I'm just wondering, is, is, are the hoteliers, are the businesses in Ireland, are they aware of how people are, perceiving our country at the moment with, with the skyrocket prices. That's that's really why I'm bringing in today, you know. So the perception of Ireland abroad, Danny, and how it's yeah, viewed. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it, it's sort of sad, isn't it? It is really sad. Look, to, look, to sit there, to sit there and listen to someone talk about your country kind of like that. And I know that, look, I know a lot of, a lot of German people over here and, I, and you know, they're, they, they love the music, they love the crack. They, look, Germans don't really have a culture kind of as per se, you know, as what we have, you know. So they've kind of latched on to our culture very much so and they're they're mad for it, to, to be honest with you, you know. And, yeah. and and that's why, you know, that's why you know, that's what keeps me in a job over here, you know. But but you know, to to sit and listen to someone that's after look, my my my, my wife is in uh she's in she's um she works for a company who builds hotels over here. And all across Europe, but mostly in Germany, right? So they would have a sort of a, a very high standard. They build premium hotels over here. So the guy, one of her colleagues, obviously he he would have a he he would definitely have a higher standard. But for the money of what you pay for 
this is what he was explaining to us, for what they paid for and what they got in Dublin and Galway, uh, they were they were less than impressed, you know. And to listen to that is very difficult, I find. You know, and, the, and, the, and to, to add, they said as well that they wouldn't go back. And that is something that I'm, I'm worried about, you know. Uh, tourism tourism is, our, is a massive, um, uh, you know, massive industry in Ireland. And, and for that to be hit, uh, and listen, I don't know what, I, what what other people are talking about. I can only I can only tell you what what my experience was this weekend. Yeah. You know, no, but like it's Fr- a very night, it's a very common yeah. conversation here at the moment, Danny. The the cost of holidaying in Ireland, the the expense. Um, I don't know how many times on on the show we we we've chatted to people who've called in similar to yourself. You know, to talk about and to highlight you know, like extortionate prices, effectively. And you constantly we get examples now from people that'll text in about hotels they booked for a night and car rental and you know going out for a meal and just the, the cost of it but I know what you it's when you're abroad and you're listening to people talking about I don't want to go to Ireland or too expensive to go there or you know th- there's no value for money yeah, and, are we, and are that's we shooting not ourselves the, in, the, in the foot kind of shooting ourselves in the foot Andrea you know and that, that I would be worried I would be worried about that I'm not sure if, if people if people in Ireland or you know businesses or hoteliers if they're actually aware of of the perception of of other countries, like I mean, Germany, you know, Germany is a big country, you know, and and this is just one example of of you know my experience yeah. uh, on Saturday night. You know, I was kind of shocked. I was shocked. I felt sad. I was shocked and quite saddened by by the way he spoke about you know the country that I come from. Now, you know, I've been here for twelve years, as, as I said, but but still, I would very much consider myself extremely Irish. You know, yeah. I don't have a German passport, although I could have one if I wanted to. Uh, my daughter. You know, my daughter has a German and an Irish passport. Uh, my wife is German, so but you know, I I was just I was just shocked and I, I and, and and quite sad because I know how I know what we're like and I know that you know tourism um, is a huge thing for us uh, in in Ireland and it shouldn't it shouldn't really be yeah. that way. I don't want I I don't really want to hear people talking about my country like that. You know, and I I, I, I wonder do other people feel you know that there is the impact or potential damage of all of this to our um, to our image. I see a text in here, Danny, from a listener who says my French brother-in-law was due to travel over with his family for a few weeks but was priced out of it. Car rental, unbelievable. Hotels overpriced, they decided against it. There's another texter as well. I was in Amsterdam and experienced the same. The comments used to be how enjoyable a break to Ireland was. The great crack and now it's all the focus on the airport delays, um, the dirt of the cities, the expense We've lost wow. our hospitable reputation. Uh, this other listener on 53106 says, I was talking to a young American couple in Dublin last weekend. They'd originally planned to stay in the city for a week. After three days, they decided to move on to the UK. They couldn't believe the expense of everything. Yeah. Is is the cost of living conversation as big in Berlin and Germany at the moment, I wonder, as it is here, Danny? Actually, you know what? We were, we were actually talking about that on Saturday as well, Andrea. Like, I listen, I, I used to live uh, prior to 2010 I lived in Dublin for four and a half years. Now, at that time, we were living just off Clonliffe Road. And um, like myself and my current, my current wife, uh, we've been together for like 15 years. So we lived, we lived in, in Ireland for four and a half years. We were paying, at that time, €1,200 Euro rent. And that's between, that's between the years of 2005 and 2010. And this is the conversation we were having the other night. That actually, we weren't able, we were basically working to pay the rent. Mm. Right now, I know there's. I know this is a massive conversation in Ireland, but I, I reckon if we stop talking about it, it's not going to go away. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. Uh. Like we were paying colossal rent back then, 
Uh, remember, we lived in the Cornmill, uh, just off Clonliffe Road there. It was a new complex, but we were paying really top dollar uh, money, you know. And we, we honestly, we, we were able to maybe in, in the summertime, maybe go to the electric picnic festival or something like that back then. But, you know, we have we kind of have to save up for it, you know. Like, there was definitely no conversation about buying something because, I, I mean, that was, I out of the, that was absolutely out of the question. And, like. and, and is, that much, is that much different in, 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 Ber- in Berlin, in Germany, Danny? Are things just well, easier look, and more accessible? Yeah, I mean, look, the price, it, it, basically the price of everything is lower here. Now, you can have the conversation about what your wages are like and all that. I know there's lots to go hand in hand with it. But, it, it, like, it, it, I think it's not just me that, that, that's bringing up, the, up this conversation no, it's quite not, regular. Um, like, f- funny you mention that because I have another listener, I think, on the line as well, actually. Stay with us, Danny. Um, this ta- Donal is texting. He says the Irish hospitality industry taking short-term gain and creating long, long-term losses, says Donal. Um, I think we've got Paul on the line as well in Wexford. Paul, do you agree with Danny's comments? I do to an extent, uh, Andrea, but I think it's a bit extreme to tar everybody with the same brush. Like we've, uh, we've got a five-star bed and breakfast in Wexford uh, called Killeen Castle Country House and Farm. And like we've put up our prices a little bit, maybe 20 euros or something, to cover the extra uh, cost of bills, the energy bills, especially, especially like the, the electricity bill has probably trebled uh, the, uh, the oil price. You're looking over it is yourself. So, like, I mean, to tar everybody with the same brush, it's not really fair. Like, we've yeah. got lots of tourists staying with us all the time. We've got Americans, Canadians... A huge amount of English people coming in and out on the ferries because we're very close to Rosslare Harbour. So we get a lot of business from that as well. And you can actually see the difference in people that are taking the ferries every day because of the mess at the airport. And I mean, like, all the all the uh, the costs have gone up and, and, you know, everybody's getting blamed for this and that and the other and hospitality or short-term gains. Like, we t- we look at it from the point of view that like, we're, we're, we're trying to free. Uh, after COVID, etc., and we're very happy with the business. We're practically full every day, and that's mm. just fantastic, you know. But for like, I listen to your show all the time, and I really get to listen to the same old thing, you know. Like, yes, there are there are properties um, that are literally screwing people over, and I completely disagree with it because Ireland, uh, we need our tourism business. We do, but absolutely. At the same yeah. time, at the same time, it's not everybody. No, and that's that. So, that is a fair point, Paul, and and that and that is it. You know, I think you you know you're you're absolutely right to to call in and and to make that point. But I suppose the other side of it is that Danny's um, observations aren't isolated. And if you want to come in and see the emails we get in here day in day out from people oh, highlighting like, hotels and, and car and, rental and, 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 and yeah, and that's it. And that's why everybody is now like as I said to you that the the amount of business that's going through the ferries at the moment is unreal. Like we 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 have a, a, a guest house here. We've got eight bedrooms and three separate apartments. And any, any night in particular, you'd have four rooms at least probably going in and out on the ferry, English cars, uh, Dutch cars, German cars, yeah. and stuff like that. Because, and, and it's, it's very noticeable because you talk to people and say, we're not going near an airport. We can't. And it's not just Ireland as well because there's Irish people going to England. And they said to me, we go to England all the time and we usually get a flight and we hire cars. But the price of car rental in, in England is as bad as in Ireland. Yeah. So that's so obviously, like, there's a boost then that way. More people are taking the ferry and... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a much better holiday. And people, even there was a guy who was, he, he, he was checked out this morning. He was from Wales and he said he just looked it up last minute and he just got on the ferry with his car. There was no stress. He got onto the ferry. It was so relaxed. It wasn't so overly busy. 
and it's much more, mm. he said, it's a much easier holiday. Okay. He said, this thing of going to the airport is crazy. Can, can I ask an interesting question in here, Paul, from a listener? You might be able to clarify this first. This, this texter says, why don't we have maximum prices posted in hotels and B&B rooms according to quality assessment? It happens in other countries. And I just wonder if your guest knows if it's something that's ever been considered. Well, as far as I was aware, in hotels, uh, on the back of the doors in every bedroom, there's supposed to be uh, a maximum rate charged on it. Uh, I don't know where uh, the Irish Hotels Federation stand on that at the moment because um, that was there was a maximum and a minimum rate supposedly charged. But obviously that's gone out the window that nobody, uh, a lot of the hotels are, are not um, abiding by it. Okay. Um, so I don't know, but there should be. Uh, should in bed be, and breakfast. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, you, you're meant to every year when you put in an application for Charlie, you're meant to put in your minimum and maximum rates charged throughout the year. So I don't know uh, why... Mm. Or how or why is it just not being policed properly or something okay. like that? I would imagine that's all it is. Well, we'll try and find that out. Paul, listen, thanks a million for getting in touch with us on the programme. Danny, just before I let you go, were you planning to come back to Ireland or Ballyshannon <laughs> uh, over the summer I holidays? I am, actually. We're due, we're due to come over. We're flying over on the 7th of August. We uh, we won't be staying in Dublin for the night. Um, we'll be we'll be travelling straight up to Donegal. Uh, and we're actually, we just got married, actually, on the 1st oh, of April over here. Yeah, and we're going to have our, our Irish wedding, um, our Irish blessing on, on the 13th of, of, of August. Oh, so fantastic. Fantastic. We're, well, looking forward, we're looking forward to that. Absolutely. Listen, it's been a pleasure. Thanks a million, Danny, for, for getting in touch with us. Danny there in uh, in Berlin. I think we've got Denise as well in Dublin. Denise, you've been listening to Paul and Danny. Um, what's your take on this? Yeah, I was just making the point. Just I'm, I live in Dublin and I just... Um, from my perspective, I just paid seven fifty for a flat white and a kid's hot chocolate. I just thought to myself, this is gone. Seven fifty. Seven fifty for a coffee a and a child's coffee. hot chocolate. Yeah, like the cheek. Like it's not like we're in Monaco or something. You know, I'm in North Dublin, paying seven fifty for two drinks. So I just decided I'm just not going to do that anymore. It's going to get a takeaway coffee from the house from now on. So yeah. I feel really sad that like all those little businesses will suffer because they're outpricing us. You know. And what like, is there some sort of special milk in it or what? Did you buy? No, it's like it's three seventy five now in a lot of cafes for a coffee. Um, and just like I know they're in nice parks and stuff, uh, and you know, but still, I just I just can't do it anymore. You know. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. And look, I and Paul makes a fair point as well. You know, and it it isn't every business, and you know, I suppose it can often maybe sometimes it can be maybe interpreted that way, but like seven fifty does seem like an awful lot for one coffee at a child's hot chocolate. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. It's not competitive, really. I feel I do feel bad because I know now that I'm just going to not buy that anymore. 53106 is the number if you're listening to us here today on the programme and maybe like Denise you feel you've been totally overcharged for your, your flat white and your hot chocolate lunchtime live either at newstalk.com that as always is the uh, the email address we are going to be talking about whether or not you should well we should maintain we are maintaining the current TV licence fee um, are you happy about it? there will be some changes though we're going to talk about that after one up next if you're looking for help trying to get a good night's sleep in the balmy conditions that we've had of late sleep expert Tom Coleman is going to be here to offer some advice. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.